What's up, podcast? Clintus here, back with another episode, episode 29 of Riffing with Clintus, and we have our very first three-way on the podcast. I'm joined with my good friends, Stat and Dojo. What's up, guys? Hi. Hello there. So I, 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 I had the idea to bring you both on because you guys just started a podcast, which what? we guys are on what, episode five, episode six? Oh my gosh, episode 10, isn't it? Like episode Is eight it 10 already? Eight, oh, eight, eight. Eight. Okay, eight. there we go. Yeah, well, I just binge, I just binge listened to like the last four episodes. So I, yeah, I nice. guess I didn't realize how far you guys have been in. But yeah, you guys just started a podcast. And I was like, these, I mean, obviously we've been friends for f- over four years now. And, yeah, yeah. and so like, it's always been like the three of us with like maybe two or three others. And to hear you two just going back and forth has just been, it's just been awesome. So I was like, I got to have these two guys on the podcast. So here you are. Well, thank you. Well, thank you, man. Very yeah. important question. What are you guys drinking right now? Oh, oh, you thought I'd be drinking. Why, why do you think I'd be drinking something right now? Hmm? What are you about? Well, because your podcast starts literally with I a have, thump. I have some Macallan <laughs> Sherry Oak Cast 12. Ooh. Mm. I'm just straight up Maker's Mark right now. I'm keeping, I'm, I'm slumming it. Ooh. I am mm-hmm. drinking a 10 barrel Moscow Mule. Ooh. Oh, Moscow Mule. See, so it's a pre pre made in, in a can. Oh, pre made. Oh, pre made. Yeah. What? No, dude. It's wow. it's ten point five. It's ten point five percent alcohol. It's made with real vodka. Okay. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Well, because I'm, I it's uh, that's my my little specialties at home now. Whenever I grill, mm-hmm. I make Moscow meals for my wife. We, uh, I, I've learned how. My specialties, I put mint in it. Oh and I yeah. Muddle it with the with the, muddle it with the lime, uh, lemon. It always lime. comes with mint. No. No, 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 no. It's, it's, the dojo meal is, is ginger beer, vodka, and lime. Correct. Uh, but I, but if you muddle uh, mint in there, it kind of cuts some of the the, the burn that the ginger beer will do. Mm-hmm. Can, can, oh, I like that sweet, burn. Make you think it's sweeter, but it's really not any sweeter. It's just a little bit, little bit less. But you get that little minty uh, freshness to it. And it's really good. So, oh, you're speaking I'm my language, bro. Because I'm because Moscow mules and mojitos are like my two favorite cocktails. Yep, I, used I gotta to try say to make mojitos. But mojitos a lot more work, though. Yeah. Yeah, because you gotta like mush that shit in the bottom. Well, you still got to mush it for the Moscow Mule, but it's more its more uh, variations with sugar and stuff. What are you mushing at the bottom? It's called muddling, by the way. That's the phrase. I like, like a mushing. wooden stick. Yep. Why can't I mush it? Because you want to, because mushing is just straight down. You got to actually twist so you activate. So like you, no, so not, I don't have it. to. What you're doing is breaking up the the uh, the plant cells, the, you know, the, the little, you know, this, like the yep, cell the, walls. Yep, the cell <laughs> walls, exactly. You know, you're breaking those off, and you're, so you're releasing the real juices of the of the mint and the and the lime. Oh. If you're just pushing it; you're just crushing those those little little packets, and not, you might squirt some out, but it's not. It's not, you're not doing it's the same job. thing when you're making like a like an old fashioned. You muddle like mm-hmm. the the, oh. the cherries and the the you know mm-hmm. the orange rind, and you got to get the zest in there. I mean, honestly, I used to love, and I, every time I'd go out, I'd just get a straight scotch or straight whiskey. But for the past year, it's been like old fashions and yeah. mojitos and, and, and Moscow. I've been really getting into more of the mixes of the hard liquors. And it seems a little bit smoother uprise and a little bit more sweeter. And, and, and dinner tastes better with it. So hell yeah. Win. Win. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that's something I, with, with guests, that's something I always like to ask. And, you know, sometimes it's just water. It's just water, but whatever. You know, <laughs> I know you guys are a little more, a little more cultured. <laughs> or raging like alcoholics, I think is the word. <laughs> hey, I popped the I popped the can special occasion. I I don't usually drink during the week. Hey, hey yo! All right, so uh, because we have two two uh, fellow streamers on the podcast, I really wanted to, to kind of talk to you guys about streaming specifically. Um, and I want to mm-hmm. start off with our origin stories of where we met. Right, so we we met with YouTube Gaming 
the actual platform first. launched. And I, the, I can still remember, I say that story all the time, like how I met, how I met stat and then through stat was dojo and everybody else. But like I was on the homepage and it was, it was, I want to say it was right before Christmas. Cause you had the ornaments in your beard. You had the, the beard. Yeah. Ornaments. You were playing, <laughs> wow. um, just cause three. Is that the last yeah. one? The, not the last yeah. one. The, the one yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. Just three. three. So you're playing just cause three and you had the big beard and you had the ornaments in your beard. And I was like, dude, what's, what's this guy doing? And then I jumped in. I don't care about the game, but you totally captured me and you're like, yeah, this is a great streamer. And, um, and then you raided somebody and I don't remember who it was. I don't know if it was Bunty or Blucifer or somebody, you raided somebody and I went and watched them and then they raided somebody. And, and in one day I went like full circle. It may have ended on Dojo, honestly, because of time differences. Like if Dojo may have been like, you know, later in that afternoon, but like I, in one day I had met like six of my, like what now would be long-term friends on game on YouTube gaming. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's literally how, how that works. Huh? How we're all together now. Like, there's still a big group of us that talk on a regular basis. However, <laughs> I think pretty much everybody, except maybe like two people or three from that original core group, are now on Twitch. Of course, yep. Inclu- including Blucifer, by the way, which is an interesting story because she has like almost PTSD over that platform because of you know what, what they did to her. Yeah, so she has, she has but, a history for sure. But she's back on it. She's she's streaming games as of early as last night. On there, she really re-rated me last week. So wow. she's on Twitch. Like wow. everybody is on Twitch now. It's you know, or Mixer, you know, but they've left YouTube. It's like it's yeah. really a, a complete uh, exodus. Yeah, well, I think that's. I think it's more like that. Like it's not just that they left YouTube. They went to like either Twitch, Facebook, you know, Mixer, and all these other platforms that are popping up. It's not like everyone, you know, but there are a lot of people that are on Twitch now. It's just they most of them like left YouTube. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well and that has a lot to do with they they closed down the YouTube gaming app and that like wait, that what? website. When? What? <laughs> wait, there was an app? What? <laughs> wait, do they have streaming on YouTube? I, miss, God, what? I, I miss love that app. that app. Yeah, that app. I was miss so it good. so much. Yeah, but now they closed down that side of the of the of that platform, and now it's just embedded into regular YouTube. Which I know statistically, like I know they 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 throw out the numbers, and it's like, oh, it's better this way, like holistically. But I know you guys specifically, and you have told Dude, me this, you can't find streams. Like, it's it's no. hard to find streams. I th- Look, we've been told the numbers game since day one with YouTube. They love to give that, like, we have this data. But then more of law thought about it. It's like, anytime you could, like, you ever read that book, uh, How to Lie with Statistics? And it, it's a fascinating read on how you can, if you have a viewpoint or you if you have a goal or a, a, a bias, you can skew how you gather data to match what you're looking for. And I always wonder, how much is Google's, data gathering truly just a a wash of of like generic numbers that they're just gathering and understanding or if they're like looking for numbers to follow what their manager wants them to see you know like sure. they, they, it, it seems a little sketchy that they say they, like no one's going to do this no one's going to do that and, and yet other platforms do it and they're doing great so what are you talking about you know it, it doesn't make sense to me but the thing is like uh, <laughs> if they if they talk about good numbers that they're showing you know just because some site has good numbers doesn't mean that people are doing well you know this yeah. could mean like a, a few people are doing really well but then there's a lot of other people who aren't doing well i think that paying attention to the people who are in the middle or coming up and not focusing on the you know the top tier to actually see what kind of community and what kind of um you know streamer culture you actually have there and if they're able to survive doing streaming at the mid-range and, and if, if youtube is supplying those types of features for them so like regardless of the the whatever you know, numbers they talk about, it's more like, take a look at those people. And it'd be nice to like, I know that we've talked with a lot of our friends about this. And it's, it's, a, it's not an easy thing, because 
YouTube's features are a little lackluster compared to some other platforms. Yeah, and that and that's the thing. That's actually the next the, the kind of direction I wanted to take the conversation was. Um, I left YouTube gaming a little over two years ago. In fact, oh, I guess it was the thirteenth. Wow, we're already okay. Uh, so I, I just I just hit like month twenty eight of of partnership. And Congratulations! Thank you, thank you. And and so like you know I left a little over two years ago. And Dojo, when did you when did you become a Twitch partner? Was, was it about have you been here a year yet? Oh, over over a year. year. I, I'm at one point, uh, one year and six months, I think. One and a half years now, I believe. Okay. I think I just, yeah, because, uh, yeah, because I think my one yeah, and a half. 17 uh, months. Uh, I just said my 17 month resub. Duh. Yeah, that's right. Hello. Yeah. There you go. There we go. There okay. So there yeah. you go. So, and then, uh, Stat, you just became a partner two weeks ago as of the recording? It, it was on Monday, uh, two weeks ago. But yeah. Okay. So it's been like this transitional period and, um, you know, and, and but, I, but just to add, I've been I'm going to be an affiliate for a year next uh, September 13th. Okay, there. Good point. Yeah, you you got on the affiliate program, and and we're doing the the, the back and forth. You would uh, you'd start yeah, on YouTube raid my, and raid yeah. your Twitch. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. I did that for I guess that's ten months. Right, mm. and and Dojo, you did the same thing, right? The we, well, before I, we well, transition. I, I, sort of. I was affiliate. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, it was it was me and Stat kind of pioneered that whole concept of uh, of doing the raids because. Uh, you gotta, you gotta, you have an audience on one platform. You gotta get them over to the other one. So you can't just do it in one day because people are fickle. Um, they get customized. They're very, they're very habit forming. You know, habitual yep. forming. Absolutely. And you gotta train people with a habitual change. And you're like, this is where I am. This is where I am. This is where I am for the hundredth time. This is where I am. And finally, the hundred eighteenth time, they'll get it. And they're gonna look at you there. And they're not gonna worry about the first one. And that's where hopefully me and Stat are at this point. Where now we're on exclusively on Twitch that our viewers know where where to find us. Yeah, and I, I mean, I did the same thing. I, uh, when I made the transition, I had started doing like, you know, four or five hours on YouTube, and then I do like an hour on Twitch. And then I slowly moved that one hour all the way up to like only an hour on YouTube and then four or five hours on Twitch before I made the, the complete jump. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it, it was still hard. Like it took a long time to get, you know, my hardcore follower base on YouTube to go to Twitch. Yeah. Cause like you said, it's a different platform, it's a different app. And it, up until just, you know, I'd say maybe the last year, with you know the Fortnite craze and Ninja and, and and all that, you know a lot of kids did still didn't didn't were never on Twitch. They just never were. Like they didn't have the app, they didn't have an account, and it, YouTube was their home. And they'd watch these guys. I mean, my son was one of them. I'd be walking through the house and I'd hear my friends' voices and like, who are you watching? And they're like, oh, I'm watching a, <laughs> I'm watching a Fortnite highlight reel. And it's like you know Doctor Lupo and Darkness Four Two Nine and King Gathalian. I'm like, these are my friends. Oh, but because it's a it's a YouTube compilation of all the just Twitch clips, and you know they never watch the streams. In fact, my son still never watches live streams, but he'll watch videos from live streamers, right? Their highlights and that sort of thing. Because just YouTube is their home, and so it's mm -hmm. very hard. Since I built my audience, my community off of like family friendly content that was very um, you know young demographic driven. When I moved to Twitch, I lost a vast majority of that viewership that just never would make the jump. So I feel like you guys definitely um, had a better off. And even even uh, One Shot Girl, Julie, is a, another good example. Like you had a much older, more mature demographic so that when you made the yeah. jump, you took a big portion of that audience with you. And even to this day, like I'm, I, I applaud you guys. I mean, the, hats off to both of you guys. Triple digits pretty much every stream. That's your average, like, you know, with with far less followers than I have. And being on the platform for two years, you two still have way higher averages concurrent wise than I do because you brought that more mature audience. I've had to like rebuild that audience over the last two years. So hats off to you guys for like just, you know, you, you built that audience up because your game choices, because of how you built your, your communities. 
that when you did make the jump, and you mean correct me if I'm wrong. Obviously, you you know your legs better than anybody, but it seems like a, your hardcore group did jump with you for the most part. Oh yeah, my hardcore group is um, probably thirty uh, twenty eight to forty five year old uh, alcoholics uh, mixed with stoners, <laughs> and it's a group of people that are are loyal and because they 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 get into a habit of uh, they watch me every night and they are okay with me going to a different platform because they don't care the platform they just care about hanging out with dojo. It's it's kids are fickle. Kids are if, if you if you don't if you don't do what they want you to do, they're gonna go somewhere else. They're, they're I not, literally said that today on stream. I literally <laughs> said that on stream. I was like, kids only care about you when you do what they care about. They yeah, because they're kids. They don't have yeah. a mature mind. They're not yeah. they're not thinking more three dimensionally on what's going on, what they're enjoying. They don't know why they're enjoying you. They just like they think it's because you're playing the game. But yeah, so kids kids are fickle, and that's why they're on different platforms. But Twitch, they just don't seem to be as many kids out there. They're mostly adults. Well, I also think that most oh, they're probably kids, in the Fortnite streams. Yeah, yeah, but I but I also think that um, most kids, and I have to I have to preface this because I, I say I use the kids term very very liberal, and I have to be like, oh, sorry, not all kids, because I have some good I have some like good kids that are in my chat. They're I'm yeah. 14 or I'm a kid, and I'm like, yeah, no, but you're an exception to the rule. But yeah. most kids don't know how to talk in public. Most kids don't yeah. know how to have a conversation, and so when they come to a chat room, they start talking like it's a YouTube comment section. And, yeah. <laughs> and and they do. It's like literally like seeing a YouTube comment section in real time. And yeah. like if, if a moderator or like a, a, you know, a member of the community, you know, VIP or whatever, like speaks to them, they're almost like put off with it. Like, yo, mind your own business. I wasn't talking to you. It's like, but you're in a public chat room. Like you're like, it'd be like me and you standing in the middle of a room and some like one of my friends walking up like, hey, what's going on? Like, you know, you're not gonna be like buzz off dickhead. Like you're gonna be like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, you know. But because they're like behind a keyboard, you know, they get those big balls and they they want to just, you know, tell anybody off. They're like, well, I had a, I have a story way back when I first started streaming on YouTube. Uh, I was playing Call of Duty 3 and, and Black Ops 3. And, and back then, you know, Call of Duty was all children. It was like 99% kids. And I get so many trolls. You're talking like I'd have 400 people watching me. Half the chat was being just deleted by my mods. <laughs> yeah. And and there's and it, I just remember this one kid coming in. It was getting worried. It was getting a lot of banned. I was like, I, OK, I'm not going to get a bigger channel if I ban everybody because of my channel. Kid came in right away just saying, you suck. You were the worst Call of Duty player. And I said, ban <laughs> moderators, hold on a second. Don't ban him. Let me talk to him. And I went directly to him. Hey, you think I suck? And he got he got he freaked out a little bit. Like, you're talking to me? Yeah, you're talking to you. You think I suck at this game? And I started having a conversation with the kid. And uh, it, it turns out he, he starts freaking out. Like he's, he's like, oh, like, oh, my God, you're talking. This is amazing. I love this. This is great. This is, a, this is the best. You know, he ended up being a loyal viewer for almost every stream for the next, like, seven months. He was there every day, and he became a really cool kid. And so it taught me that kids also are all about reactions. They're trying to get someone to react to them or to notice them. They're just they're crying out, you know, for, for attention. They're, they're children. Absolutely. And if, yeah. you, if you talk to them like adults and you don't, you don't yell at them, you don't make them feel bad, they might be good viewers. They might be loyal viewers. You don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird dichotomy that you learn as a streamer. Absolutely. And that's, I mean, I've, I've, you know, I've got similar stories where I've turned somebody around, right? Like they started off as kind of trolly, like, you know, almost yeah. like baiting, like waiting for me to say something and go off so they could clip it. And then, you know, I end up changing their minds and realize, oh, this kid's actually not bad. In fact, I had a kid right now today, like the last two days, he's been whispering one of my mods. He came into my chat room and the first thing he said was, hey, you banned me on another account for saying something. And then one of the moderators just banned him because like, well, you know, you get ban evasion, you can't create a new account. But then he whispered the mod and was like, dude, I just want to talk about, like, I don't know why I got banned, blah, blah, blah. And long story short, we ended up getting his username. And I don't know if you guys know this, but if you just do forward slash user and then the space, the person's name, you can actually see their entire chat history, even if you're offline. 
It's a great yeah. feature. I love it. It's amazing. You can see all their timeouts, all their bands. They talk to you, right? Yep, exactly. You can see everything they said in your chat for the last year and a half. I think is when Twitch started keeping track of that. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So we I went we went back and we could see everything he said. I'm like, yep, yeah, you were being a shithead. Like that's why you were banned. And <laughs> and and he like he he apologized. He's like, you know what? I was a brat. I was I was a I was a turd. Like you know, like I'd love a second chance. And I'm like, dude, the fact that you reached out and the reach that you tried this and you're not just like. Because you got banned again and you didn't go off and be like, fuck you, man. Like you didn't do that speaks volume. So yeah, let me just do some research. Let me look at your chat history and I'll get back to you. So like looking at his chat history, the kid will most likely get back, come back tomorrow. Cause like he, you know, what he said wasn't horrible. He was just having a conversation and then everyone started kind of piling onto him and he basically just told everybody to fuck off. And mm. it, it, you know, that's what I was like, you know what, dude, I don't got time for this. Like, I think I timed him out. And then it, when he came back from his timeout, he told me to fuck off. And then that's when he got the ban. I think it's something like that. But anyway, I, yeah. I agree that you can give people like, it, you know, when they say something bad, as long as it's not like on over the, you know, over the line, you can, you know, have a conversation like Dojo said, and like you're doing too, is like just talking to them because sometimes that's all they want is like to have a conversation. And if you just point out that like, that's not how you have the conversation in your stream, they, they get it. Like uh, some of them get it at least. And it is possible to have people that are, you know, they don't have to be all super old to, to be responsible. Yep. hundred percent. hundred percent. Um, yeah. So I'm just curious, uh, now that you guys have been, and I guess we could we start with stats since you're the newbie as, yeah. as far as full-time so exclusive, fresh. exclusive, what, you know, how, how's things going for you on Twitch? What are your thoughts so far? So I came back from Montreal as partnered and I did my partner stream. I did a 12 hour stream and I I've just been, enjoying the features the most like really the features and the simplicity i think of just using the platform everything is really everything just kind of works honestly like i haven't experienced anything any kind of like huge thing where i'm like this is not working oh you know this isn't working so everything's really been good um it has only been two weeks but even with the like during the affiliate phase of the whole year i really haven't had any of those experiences the only issue was like the having the encoding settings and during being an affiliate, you didn't always get them. So that kind of sucked. But <laughs> um, yeah, the squad streaming is amazing. I really enjoy that concept. I feel like they can still work on it a little bit. I, I feel like it's just like beginning what they could probably do with that. But I still really like it. I'm really uh, a big fan of the gifting subs. I love the bits with the sounds. And um, just the, the people that I raid to is like I, the, the easy way to raid people like on youtube it wasn't easy like we'd have to post a link and then like sometimes for some reason the link wouldn't work in like one of the apps so you have to tell them the name and then they have to, you know then it's like all these processes to try and find the stream and it just wasn't easy and a lot of people wouldn't come through but this is like it tells you how many people are coming on twitch like to the next stream and it's great and then people are super receptive when you get there and they're like oh thank you so much and they're like a lot of them are really nice and like they I just feel like it's harder to find the streams that you want to raid on, on YouTube, at least near the end when I was streaming there, it wasn't like as populated as it was before. And it just didn't, I guess it didn't feel like it had that variety to choose from. Like when you go cruise through like the, you know, battleground section on Twitch. Sure. For sure. And I mean, we were all, we were all, you know, big cheerleaders for the platform. Obviously the two of you, the longest mm. being, you know, mm. oh, recently, yeah. I still love YouTube, by the way. Well, I, yeah. I mean, obviously I do too. I still have a, a very, you know, that's still a big pillar love? of my you love yes. YouTube. What I do. do you love about YouTube. 
YouTube changed my life twice. And that's not a reason to love something. That now. is the reason. There's, you can there's, appreciate there's loyal something. there. There's loyalty why, there. Why? You YouTube, YouTube as a platform changed my life twice. And, and that is a significant thing. And even though it has faults, and even though I may not be streaming there right now, it doesn't mean that I don't appreciate what it has done. And I don't, you know, I love the platform it. for what it, it created. And, and the, I met you guys through it. Like, I, I can't, I can't like look back at it and be mad at it. Like, it's just like, you know, it, it didn't go in the direction that I hope. But, but no, it's you not you love that. YouTube. You love YouTube now. No, no. Like, I love YouTube, Dojo. Yeah, no, I, I, I see what you're saying. I think that because I'm in the same boat, like YouTube has given me so much opportunity. Like, OK, for example, today, today mm. I lost my comments again for the third time. <laughs> I just got them back. I made a big deal. Like I waited, I waited four days before I like made a video. Like comments are back. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I waited and then today <sighs> comments are gone. I'm like, you son of a bitch. But like to, to stats point, like I love YouTube, but maybe I'm not in love with it right now. Right. It's like one of those, like <laughs> we're in a relationship breakup here I, with YouTube. Yeah, but that's stuff. what I'm saying. Like, I don't hate them. I don't, it's I wouldn't not. even say that I dislike them. I, I, I do love YouTube. YouTube has given me amazing opportunities. In fact, I'm getting ready to leave on another trip in two days. That's completely sponsored. And, and you know, like they're paying for everything because they want me to go do a thing. And so like, I still, it's still a huge part of my life. So I, I, mm. I, I understand what stat, at least my interpretation is that there's a love there because of what your history is with it, right? It's and like, what's possible. I mean, things are still, the thing is like, just because streaming isn't necessarily what you see yourself doing there now, doesn't mean that there isn't other opportunities for you there in the future. It doesn't mean that you can't create another channel doing something else. It doesn't mean that you can't do all these other things that it allows you to do for free. Oh, like I'm, I'm, is, waiting, I'm waiting for the Game Dojo synth channel, man. I just want, <laughs> no. I want music videos. I want, I have a, I have a channel and uh, I gave up on it though. Oh, dude, your music is so I, good, bro. Your music I, is I, so I good. I made 114 daily synth um, songs and I posted the, uh, them played uh, on that channel. I did really? a, a daily post. Yeah. I didn't tell anybody about it because I didn't want any of my viewers to know about it and go sub just to be a sub. Right. I want people who right. subbed to actually sub and care about the thing. Organic. I got, to 90, I got to 99 subs and I was like, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> I'm oh, man. Your SoundCloud. Yeah. So, real, real, real quick, plug your SoundCloud. I don't need this. I just, it's just, I it's want just, it. Uh, I want you. It's just, it's just dojo. It's D O J O on SoundCloud. Okay. Just type in dojo. Um, SoundCloud.com slash dojo. Yeah, it's a bunch of recordings. Most of them now are all are, are particularly good uh, live. Um, so what I would do is right before a stream, usually I would spend about an hour. And I'd make a composition, practice it a little bit, and then I'd play it live, record it, and then I would save it down as an audio file and pump it to my SoundCloud if I liked it. It wasn't everyone. It was maybe one every ten times I put it out there. So oh, it's good, man. I, I went through and listened to your whole library. I, I yeah no I love it I'm a big fan and most of it's all live music so it, it it doesn't have as much of the production as you see in a pro professional music situation but it's all live so it's like I'm playing it in, in real time. Did you see that? Did you did you check out that uh, my, my buddy Dan Drum? Yeah, the drummer. There's actually a couple drummers on Twitch actually that are are making a living uh, doing drumming. But I, I, your guy was a little different though, right? He was uh, he so he it? yeah so he plays drums and he's got multi camera setup. And mm -hmm. he, I'm assuming he's got it on pedals or something, or maybe it's on a timer. I don't know, but he will be playing a set and it switches camera angles. He's got one like to the right, one dead center, one like kind of down low through like the symbols, like, and he's, he just goes off on whatever he's playing and, you know, and he's played some good stuff. Like he just the other day, he played, um, Sunflower from, um, the Spider-Man soundtrack, the into the Spider-Verse. Yep. 
He yep. played that, dude. I mean, they're, obviously they're, they're singing the lyrics, but he's doing the drums, and oh, it was, it's so sick. But his production value is just like through the roof because of all the different cameras and and everything like that. And I'm like, I could, I see that with you with all your keyboards and all your synths and stuff like that, like <laughs> multi camera setup. Like, I love you. I mean, I love over the head. That's that's great. But I'm just saying, like, I yeah, I could I could see something with that with all the different keyboards that you have. If you were to like yeah. split, if you know, if you were to have a different setup where you don't have the key uh, the computers in front of you all the time. You could have like multiple keywords, like two on the left, one on the right, one in front of you, and you're just like da 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 da, da. like oh, it's so good, it's so good. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe. I mean, the problem is like, I split myself so thin lately in my life that it's like gotten too much. But oh, uh, I understand that. I, I mean, if that. I started streaming for a full time job, like that's all I did, and then I had downtime all day long, you better believe I could probably pull off something like that. Just you know, once I once that happens, we'll, we'll see. But at least I, you know, I done what I've done so far, so it's not out of the, it's not out of the reach. It's not it's not out of the question for sure. No, I love it, man. I love it. even like doing your streams, like between like PUBG matches or something like that. You'll you'll slutch over the camera and start playing a song, and it's just it's great, man. It's, yeah, well, because it adds to my whole still view that I'd like to be more late night show. I want to have music. I want to have guests. I want to have comedians. I want to have games. I want to have talks. I want you know that that's my end up goal. That's I'd, I'd lo- that's was the beginning of all this. That's what I'd rather be doing. But unfortunately, you know, it'd be a really good place to do that. <laughs> good place to do that. Don't you tell me the location, L.A. <laughs> well, actually, you know where everyone lives. Hold where on, you can invite on. people into your into your house, and you can be like, "Come join me for this." He's yeah. not wrong. He's not wrong. But uh, and I was gonna say though, like you uh, being on Twitch now, like you got those options with the different directories and stuff. Like, have you thought about not, on for a night not doing not doing video games and doing something? Yeah, like I that? have. I've done. I've done it. I've done okay. it um, for about. I do once a week, every at least month for for a year. I would just stream on Twitch, just playing synth. Didn't really have much of a traction. See, honestly, if you go look at the music section on Twitch or a mixer, it's pretty much a dead zone. The only people being watched are like Monster Cat or like uh, just playlists of other people's music, which isn't really live streaming. It's just it's like live music. It's just like music. It's like a radio radio for synth. But live people playing music is kind of a minimal minimalist. They mostly just a bunch of girls with guitars or pianos singing. You know, people donate to them to sing. It's kind of a little bit. It's not a very flushed out program uh we need to kind of innovate something there that people get into but it's not really it's not very strong right now it's not worth uh risking my time with it right now no yeah that's the unfortunate thing like i was really excited when twitch split up their irl directory into like the 10 directories um but unfortunately what ended up happening was is the just chatting became the new irl and Mm -hmm. to this Mm -hmm. day like that's the it's like it's in the top three channel at all times like it's always a top three and it's, or, you know, we're no four right now, but like everyone just dumps into that channel no matter what they're doing. And even though they have like the travel and outdoors, the music, the art, like if you're doing anything non-gaming, people just do just chatting. So yeah, because yeah. because it's where everyone's looking, you know, it's it's, it's how yeah. it's how categories. Is work that always know. a good thing, though? Like if, if there's less people in the outdoor, you think there's like chance to get more notice could be closer to the top. Well, the problem, and, and I told, I had this conversation multiple times with multiple streamers, like IRL streamers and even like Twitch uh, employees where I was like, do you feel like exactly what you just said? Like, would I be better off going into like, say the travel and outdoor channel, um, versus the, um, like just, just chatting. If I'm going to be doing like a, you know, a walkabout IRL stream with my backpack and the, the response that I got kind of in different words, but basically this, the, 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 the response I got was you're going to have more opportunity going in the bigger directory. Because A, there's more people that follow that directory, which means there's more people that are potentially going to jump into that directory. Then also you have other streamers that potentially could host you or raid you or or whatnot, right? Like if if there's big streamers, ah, there's big streamers yeah. in that in that directory and 
let's say they're doing something that's kind of like boring or not what the viewer is looking for, they're going to go back to that directory and look for another streamer. And depending on where you're at in the directory and blah, 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 that determines whether where you land, right? So for example, the Just Chatting directory has over 4 million followers. The Traveling Outdoor channel has 87,000 followers. That's a little different. <laughs> so like, like right now, the uh-huh. number one, the number one streamer who, which she's not in outdoors, she's in her office. She's got 300 viewers in the Traveling Outdoors. And then the next viewer, the next stream has 40 viewers and they're clearly outside in the dark. And then there's 10 viewers on a, like a country road or something. So like the directory still has obviously some people in there, but not nearly what like the just chatting does because right. like you said, it's just, there's more 4 million followers. Like there's a ton more people that are going to go to that directory by default. You know, that's a good, that's a good uh, observation. I think that that makes sense. So I'll I mean, yeah, when, when it comes to like, like, a, you know, with, with Dojo's music or something like that, even just going in the just chatting directory, even though he's, well, he's specific to music, he would probably have better opportunity in the just chatting you're just right. because, you know, well, my goal would be to still stick with the game, stick with the the show, stick with the vibe, and hopefully get big enough on Twitch where if I do have a music day, I have a big enough following that when I get over to just chatting, I'm like the number one or two, you know, dude sitting there doing something that's different. Because sure. I have yet to find anyone doing what I'm doing with since. I haven't found anybody. I've been looking for a while. Um, and it, it, it being the niche situation, it's hard to get people to come find you because they don't know you exist. Yep. But if you have big enough numbers, you're noticed just simply through accidental discovery. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's hard to to network if there's not someone else doing something similar. Yeah, to what no, you're I, can't, doing. I can't raid another guy playing synth. It just doesn't happen. Which is weird because there's a, there's a like what's funny is that I always made was made fun of for people listening to my synth my synthesizers because it's synth. It's, it's like a joke to people. But ninety nine percent of the music everyone listens to is synth music. You just don't even notice it. Yeah, like yeah, all yeah. the all that lo-fi, all that all the techno, everything you hear. Lo-fi. Yeah, everything is all te- is all synth. Everything. The drums are even synthesized. They don't even know it. It's so so most of the stuff is what I'm doing, but it's not modern. So people think I'm not necessarily playing the music they know. Uh, but it's a, it's a it's like a weirdly hidden thing that no one's doing, and I, I don't even know why. Yeah, no, no, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, the one directory that does do pretty well that's not just chatting is still the talk shows and podcasts directory. Yeah, that one can definitely that one has still like over two million followers. Um, and the, obviously with that specifically though you know most talk shows are only a couple of hours so you're on there for the show you're there for a couple of hours and then the show disappears so like when there's a big show like uh what's that one called uh with co-carnage um drop frames big podcasts like they're over some crazy like 200 episodes or so and they've got like three of the biggest streamers on the platform so when they go live and they're on i think jp's channel um i mean they've you know they'll easily have like four to six thousand viewers and so the the talk show and podcast directory jumps up to like a top 10 top you know top five situation because of that but it's only for those two hours of their live and then once they drop out the directory drops back down so that's one of the things with twitch is that all it takes is a good sized streamer or a couple of good sized streamers to play a game and that directory comes out of nowhere you know you go to the browse page on twitch and you'll kind of scroll down you're like what game is this is this new and you're like oh no this is an old like piece of shit game but oh this guy's playing it with twenty thousand viewers okay you know yeah that happens a lot actually I find that funny because I'm like, it, it brings attention to some games. And I think it's a good thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. By the way, you asked me about my YouTube to Twitch experience. What about Dojo's YouTube? Yeah, to that's, well, we kind of got a tangent with the synths. I was going in that what, direction. But we, we started talking, we talked about the synths and I got all excited about his synth music. Um, but no, the, the question that I was going to ask Dojo specifically was because yours has been kind of like a longer tail, like, you know, you, you 
been a you were affiliate and then you became a partner pretty quickly. And mm -hmm. as we were just discussing, you've been a partner now for over a year, but you yeah. still you still streamed on YouTube. You went you did the back and forth and you kind of flew yep. under the radar there for a while. Um, what what what's been your transition? Because you you would you were even as a partner, you would go weeks without streaming on Twitch. You went back to full time YouTube for a while there. Um, yeah, I, the thing was this, like, I, I was hesitant with Twitch because it was like, there was no discoverability that I could find. I, I was like, I was, I was scared. I saw some of my friends that switched over, they weren't getting bigger. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I just didn't trust their discoverability in such a huge platform with almost no uh, discoverability. Then how, how do you go? You know, how do you go forward? How do you move forward? Yet I would still get 300, 400 people watching on YouTube at that time. Like, I, it just seems like a too big of a risk. And I, it, it took, um, it basically took the, 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 uh, my, my back pushed against the wall reality that once they got rid of the YouTube gaming app. And once I was finally trying to watch dreams without it, I realized how flippin impossible it was and how stupidly uphill battle it is to be a streamer on YouTube. Because if I have a problem and I know the system, like, like back of my hand and just an average viewer is never going to find anybody. And I was explaining why our numbers are dropping. I mean, uh, Stat has a worse story for this, but I, I mean, I was at three, four hundred people on YouTube, and then I was starting averaging like one fifty to one seventy five, and that, and that, that's just too much of a drop for me. And I didn't know why it was happening, but now I knew why. And it was like it was just they were just destroying my channel, not intentionally, but because of this weird, you know, impossible discoverability issue that they have. And so I was thinking, okay, well, if they have bad discovery in this YouTube, then well, Twitch can't be that bad. And then for some reason, I don't know where you uh, Stat on on like a Monday started just streaming on Twitch. And then it was really good numbers. And then he did it again on Tuesday. Good numbers. Did it on Wednesday. Really good numbers. I was like, okay, this is, this is intriguing. And so watching his channel succeed just by straight up starting at his normal start time on Twitch, I said, you know what, look, if I want to do this for a living, I need to make a, a risk. I got to make a choice. I have to do something. And so I did the same thing the following Monday, or I think it was, I don't remember what day it was I started. I did the same thing. I said, you know what, I'm going to just go for it. Just balls to the walls, dump YouTube, dump Mixer, dump DLive. Because remember, I'm, I'm partnering all four. And I, and I was actually kind of playing the game and all around. And I just said, no, I'm going to just shave off that, all that, all that confusion, all that frustration, all that second guessing, and just go straight to Twitch, put all my eggs in one basket and see what happens. And fundamentally it's been extremely rewarding. It's been, um, it's been better than I was expecting and it's still going four weeks in. I see, I feel like it's, it's still churning and still growing strangely. I mean, I started with about 60 to 70 viewers. Now I'm at 120 to 130 every day and you know, peaks and stuff. And that that means it's 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 increasing a little bit, and that that's enough to enough to give me hope for the for the future. Hell yeah, dude! And that's a great segue to the next topic. I wanted to talk about moving platforms, moving to Mixer, talking about Ninja. But first, mm -hmm. a quick word from our sponsor. All right, so we're gonna start talking about since we're talking about switching platforms. I wanted to talk about the big news that came out a couple weeks ago with Ninja, uh, which this is a funny topic because I just listened to your guys' episode where you guys were talking about Ninja mm -hmm. and moving to Mixer, and you guys had this great argument about whether Ninja is the biggest, was yeah. the biggest Twitch streamer. And mm -hmm. like, I kind of was siding with Stat because like, yeah. like I said, it was, it was the, well, it's the name, it's the, it's the notoriety, right? Like, yeah, well, I get well, your that was my point at the end though. It was like, right. it was about the, it was about the, it's about the perception, the PR, the right. view, the, he's the face of Twitch, but if physical numbers, I was arguing is probably not that much different than anyone else. Like Tim, the Tapman had 38,000 last, uh, two nights ago, 38,000. So that's what, that's, that's what he was at, or if not higher or lower than, uh, than, than, than well, Ninja's not there anymore. Well, yeah, true. Um, I'm just saying, like, I think Ninja's numbers dropped. But, like you said, he's no a face offense to, to Tim the Tapman. 
no, yeah, no, no, no. You're, no, you're right. I mean, like, like, like I said, the, it, it, and it's all based, based on like who's on, what they're doing, that sort of thing. But like, I mean, if, realistically, if you want to like talk about raw numbers, um, mm -hmm. Tifu is actually the biggest like average concurrent streamer on the on Twitch. Really? He averages forty nine thousand concurrence. Like that's what does like, he play? What does he play? He plays in Fortnite. He's a Fortnite streamer. <laughs> Which is, is funny. Anyone else play that he, game? He, he used to be a Destiny Dojo, streamer. What a silly question. He used to be a Destiny I know, streamer. I just want what? some other games. Destiny to, Destiny to Fortnite? He, uh, well, he's PvP, so he's, he's a PvP guy. But he actually, at GuardianCon this year, he came to GuardianCon and he got a raid belt because Bungie awarded uh, like wrestling like championship belts to all the people that got first-time like raid clears, like the, the first team to beat the, a, a raid. And he beat one of the raids like from Destiny 1, and they went back and they awarded all the belts. And so he he got one. He was there on stage and he got it. And everyone's like, wait, Tifu played Destiny? What the fuck? Like, it was hilarious. But yeah, Tifu is actually the number one when it comes to concurrence. And then Ninja with 41,000, then Shroud with 33. So that's their averages. Now, like you said, Dojo, he, you know, Shroud can hit 80K with certain games. You know, Dr. Disrespect can hit big numbers. Um, it's mm -hmm. all relatively speaking, but to, for the sake of the argument, we, the, I think the, again, that stats point was, uh, Ninja is the, is the, is the most famous, you know, cause yeah. he broke the barriers. He went on Ellen, he went on Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel. And, uh, so then this, him moving to mixer was a huge deal that resonated into ESPN magazine and all the blogs and all the stories and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, there's, there's a difference between popularity and, um, and size. You yeah, know, absolutely. Some of the most popular is mean the big. It's like bands. So the biggest band right now isn't necessarily the the one that's selling out every concert, but it's the one that is the best song on the radio. That's how I see Ninja yeah. right no, now. No, absolutely, you get the best song. Absolutely, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, and, and the same goes. I mean, you look at the top ten list of of like Twitch streamers, and you, you know, if I say these names, I mean a lot of these guys are old school, right? Like you got yep. after Shroud, you have Soda Poppin, you got Summer One oh G. He's still doing. So Soda Poppin still streaming? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Damn. He's playing wild today. I'm, so, I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't know. I thought he was. I think it was a long time ago. Yeah, you got Summit One G. You got Tim the Tap Man. You got Lyric, which Lyric is is one of those names that he's always rocking. You know, 20k. Like doesn't matter what he plays, he just is always. You know, and then this guy I've never heard of. No face cam, right? No face cam. That's a good point. I love that. Alan Zoka. I've never heard of this guy, but apparently he averages twenty thousand concurrence. Damn. Alan Zoka. <laughs> and then there's uh, Lol Tyler, which made his triumphant return to Twitch last year. Mm -hmm. And Nick Merckx racks up the top ten. That's that's the top ten streamers based on concurrence. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So like like Ninja's numbers were not. I mean, I, the last five streams of Ninja was like in the twenties, and it, that's that's a, a great number. But I saw so many other Twitch streamers the same numbers. I don't find yeah. him be like you know when he again his peak was like one fifty every day. That was insane. That was True. why he got an Ellen. You know, that's when he got oh, when he got an Ellen for twenty thousand. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So that's the thing, though, like when he when this announcement came out that he moved to Mixer, like obviously mm -hmm. huge waves in the industry. Didn't he, didn't he have 500,000 playing with Drake? Like that was a pretty big. I thought it was something like crazy. 780,000, I think. Was, it was something like really high. And I think that's kind of also what really was a huge. Again, that was his thing for him. It was the same period of time that, that April to about, I want to say. Yeah, he was killing it. Lie. Yeah, he was crazy killing it. Um, but so if anyone wants to go to, just go to Social Blade, type in Ninja's Twitch channel, and you can see where my, my point is. If you saw his numbers, it is a steady and very dramatic decline since April 2018. It is not not up and up and down like on YouTube. It's like a straight arrow, about 45 degrees, going straight down into the zeros. And if, and if I was a betting man, 
he got the offer from Mixer and wiped his brow saying, thank God, because I needed a boost in my numbers, in my money and everything, because he's, he was in a, he was in a downward, uh, a straight downward to the, to wherever that was going. You know, it wasn't like he had any rebound coming from Twitch. So there's a reason for this stuff. And no one's talking about that. And I always make that wonder, like he wasn't as big as people keep pretending he was. Well, the thing who's, is, who's the, pretending? The thing is, 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 is he peaked, right? Like he, yeah. he, he hit the glass ceiling, right? With the, with the Drake and the Fortnite and the Prime subs, and and it, a lot of it was just the hype. The hype engine fed the hype, you know, fed the hype, and so it just kept yeah. spinning up. It's, it's a, it's a self feeding uh, absolutely uh, system. So once you get to that top, there, like you, you have to fall. You have to go down. There's no, there's no way you can te- keep keep well, that yeah, momentum. Yeah, but like if you go, if you watch YouTube people who go up and like like PewDiePie, he went down, he went back up, and he went down, like there's up and down, like a, a zigzag, a sort of like bouncing around depending on seasons. It's not like that. It's a straight 45 degree angle straight to the ground. There's no. I'll give I'll give my opinion on this. What? I think it has a lot to do with the fact that he's doing a lot of outside sponsorship deals and a lot of other things going on, where he's not consistent with the schedule. And and I think if anything. It, it maybe it's showing one of the downsides of doing being streamer is that when you get those opportunities outside of streaming, if you can't stay consistent with your schedule, you can have a negative um, 100%. impact, you know, and like, 100%. unlike with PewDiePie who can take two weeks off if he plans ahead and no one will even know that he's on vacation. <laughs> well, true. But so I, my, my view is that he, I used to watch him when he was right before he blew up. Actually, I actually watched cause I heard, uh, I don't know why, I want to say, but his streams, like I mentioned on our podcast, where he would, if he got a great kill or he won, he would, he had a, uh, his whole basement in his webcam. Mm-hmm. He would jump out of his chair and scream and run in circles and fall on the ground and wiggle around and, and roll around the floor. And be, he was like an entertaining, extreme streamer. By the time he got famous, was on Ellen, you go to his stream, all he was doing was through his three quarter view camera, calmly playing the game and yelling at his teammates. Like his ability to stream has been reduced dramatically. It's funny you say that because someone in my chat actually said, was talking about him today and they said that he, you know, they, they see Ninja as being fake. That he's, ever since he's got famous and yeah. started getting popular that he's become fake. And I, we we're trying to, um, of course, you know, everyone jumps on like, what are you talking about? Blah, blah. It's like, no, no, I want to have this conversation. I think it's a great conversation. Why do you think yeah. that? And we were kind of, I was trying to pull some information out of him. And I know the kid, he's, he's a like 19 college kid, whatever. But like I told him, I said, you know, I like, I have friends that are friends with him. I did meet him one time, never got the vibe. Again, this was years ago before he blew up, but still, like, I, my, my response basically was that when you get that much fame and you have that many eyeballs on you, you in, inherently change as a person. The way you of act, course. what you say, because everything he does is scrutinized. And I said, pull yep. up one of his tweets. Let's go to, go to his timeline, pull up one of his tweets, and read the responses. Like mm-hmm. every time he even puts a post up, it's nothing but, I mean, there's an overwhelming of like just shit, right? Like mm-hmm. shit posts. Like there's the photos of like his selfies where people put like crazy dumb captions on it, like nasty captions and shit. And then his wife's are even worse because she's a female. So dick guys are just assholes and it's just, it's bad. <laughs> it's just bad, you know? And yes, fame, fame <clears throat> has a sort of a, a, a um, a baggage that comes with it, you cannot deny. And I, I, it's not that I don't feel sympathy for the guy. My point is, is that if you're going to have a great stream that's going to get you big, either you've got to keep that up or your numbers are going to drop. And I feel like that may have hurt him because it wasn't entertaining as much. He just wasn't as much of what he was, no matter what the influence was. 
No, I, yeah, I, I can see that. I think, again, I think fucking, once again, you both make really good points. I agree with both of you. Uh, I think stats point. But you agree with, you, no, you agree with me more. It's okay. You can, you can say it out loud. You, it, it's wow. therapeutic. No, I mean, stats, stats <laughs> a good point. Though, win, because Clintus, I, win. <laughs> this isn't PUBG, damn it. No, I, I, I agree with stat, though, because I've, I personally have felt that. This last year was really rough because I traveled a ton for various opportunities. A lot of them came from my YouTube side. And yeah. I was gone. I wasn't streaming. I wasn't live. And um, like some of my regulars have found new homes. Cl clearly, they they stop by. They say hi. They hit their resub, but they're ne they're not in chat nearly as much as they used to. And like you know, some of them I'm friends with, so I can see that they're online. I can see they're watching other streamers, and it's fine. Like there's a lot of great streamers out there. I'd never tell anybody. In fact, that's the whole point of rating. Is like I might introduce you to your next favorite streamer. Right. Like you mm. think you love me. You think that I'm your favorite. But what if I introduce you to somebody else? All of a sudden you're like, holy shit, I really connected this guy. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not a sh I'm not afraid of like losing a viewer to a, someone in that raid. Right. Okay. If, if I lose somebody, then I wasn't doing a good enough job. Right. But my point is, and to stats point is being gone and not being there. People do mm. find new homes. Do People do find new places to hang out. And they start well, making yeah. relationships with the people in that chat room. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, this is my new favorite place to hang out, you know? And so as much as people like to give me credit for my production and my show and all that, I would say 60 to 80% of the reason why I do well enough in my experience in the streaming is 100% because I started 10 PM central and I've been doing it at the same time every day for four years. There hasn't been any, I haven't started at nine. I don't start at 1040. I don't start at 12. I don't start. I don't, I just randomly don't stream. I'm always at the same time. And that consistency is, creates a habit in people, even if they're not even that entertained anymore. They just, they get used to it. They just, they'll just do it because it's what they're used to. And I, I always tell everyone, start with a very consistent schedule that's so ingrained in your brain, almost like your boss will fire you if you don't show up at work and it'll help you in just a little bit, just a little edge will help you. Absolutely. I 100% I agree that advice I give all the time is, is consistency and being on a schedule and you know, you use the, the, the TV analogy, right? Like, you know, your shows on Mondays, mm -hmm. channel 15 at 7 PM. It's like, yep. if you showed up at that time on that channel and your show wasn't there, you're like, what the fuck? Like, I'm well, I remember. So I have, it just remind me of a story back from my first year in college. Uh, it was 1998. I went to St. Louis. I was really far from home. It was really, I, I was, a, I was a transplant. I was totally out of my element. Um, but one thing I had was a TV with an antenna and every night, uh, after all my classes, everyone's done, you know, by myself in my dorm room because my, my, my roommate got booted for bad grades. I'd be by myself in my place. All I had to do was my TV. That's when I got into late night TV shows like the Leno and Letterman and, and uh, I don't know who else there was. But the point is, those were my life at that point. Conan. I only had Conan. Well, I don't remember. But either way, they, it was like they were, it was like regimented. And I'm, so I'm thinking, if I was an 18-year-old kid, I'm going to be in the same brain set. So it was like regiment, like this is when the show is on. This is when the show is on. This is all I had. I didn't have any other TV shows. Didn't have any other channels because I didn't have cable. And I would, I would get a bag of Doritos, and that's what I did every night during the first couple of years of college uh, because it was such a routine. And I think that's what streaming is to people. It's a routine. They, they also, you know, you need to be a good streamer. You need to have something that's entertaining so that they keep coming back for that reason. But if, if you're consistent, it gives them a home. It gives them a place to feel comfortable, and then they can enjoy it. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. I think that, um, oh, what the hell? I didn't mean to click that. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, okay. Sorry, podcast. Just, just, just delete everything. Oh, we gotta start over. Yeah, delete. <laughs> delete. <laughs> delete. On. All right. Rewind the tape. This is done the tape, right? We're doing the old school tape. We got a little like thirty-five million. <laughs> yep. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I remember that sound. 
You like that? You, you, want, you want that old school tape hiss? <laughs> oh my god! Take one of those big pens old and like school. roll it back. Oh, dude, I was at my mom's. I was at my mom's house a couple weeks ago. Too, the kids over there we were transitioning from one place to the other, and I was like, "Oh, let's go visit my mom for a little bit." And she, the kids, bust out these old boxes of VHS tapes. They're like, "Oh, I remember this movie. I remember this movie. Can we take this home?" And I'm like we don't have anything to play it on. Like who has a VHS player? And I go, mom, do you have a VHS player? And she's like, no, I don't. I'm like, then why do you have all these tapes? Like she has all these tapes and she doesn't have a VCR. And I said, actually, it's funny. I don't even have a DVD player. Like honestly in this house right now, the only thing that could play a DVD would be like my, my son's PlayStation. Like really, I, you don't I, have a Blu-ray player? No, I know. I, I oh, do everything. PlayStation's a Blu-ray player. That is really yeah. weird. Cause I like, cause blue, of course, even as much streaming is nice. It's still not at full quality. You don't have that full bit rate of audio or video. It's not there. It's it's almost was not quite. Yeah, I just so, I rent and buy everything on iTunes on Apple, um, home okay. uh, Apple TV. I just do that because then then we get on the iPad and it just I can download it. And, and now you can do 4K video. Now there's 4K yep. uh, players, that, which I really want to try out someday. Get a 4K projector. That'd be badass. Yeah, I don't have a 4K TV, but I can. All my Me either. I want one. <laughs> I'm just gonna skip and go to 8K. I feel like this is a bit of a tangent from Ninja, by the way. Yeah, I know. Sorry. It. Tangents. <laughs> That's why it's called riffing with Clintus, because you just go on riffs. We just like, you know, yeah. exactly. Uh, no, so, so yeah. So, I, so Ninja moves the mixer and like yeah. huge, like I said, like I said, huge waves. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's like putting their two cents in. And I'll just, I'll, I'll throw my opinion out there. I, I, I think Me. it's a, I think it's a great move. I think it's great for Ninja and I think it's great for Mixer. And I'll tell you why real quick. One, it's great for Ninja because he has, obviously, we don't know the number. We may never know the number, but he obviously mm -hmm. got a huge sum of money, right? Like for him to move from Twitch with 14 million followers and who knows how many subs. I mean, at one point we know that he hit like, you know, 100K, probably more. But, you know, at some point he had the ridiculous number of subs. So for him to walk away from that, Mixer had to have paid him that much for X amount of years, right? But I think it's also good because because he secured that funds, he can play whatever he wants. If he doesn't want to play Fortnite, he doesn't have to play Fortnite. If his concurrence no longer go above 20K, it doesn't matter because he, he secured the funds and the money. And then to yeah. Stat's point, he has so many other partnerships with Red Bull and these other, you know, he's got a, a clothing line. He's got stuff in Walmart. Like you can go to Walmart and buy Ninja stuff. Like he's got so many other ventures now that his stream numbers actually don't even matter as far as financially is concerned right and because he's become yeah. a household name where he's like you know like when minecraft went mainstream minecraft toys and minecraft uh, uh memorabilia and t-shirts like ninja has that now he's 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 gone beyond his numbers and a lot of people don't really don't think about that they just think oh he, you know he's gotten shit for numbers on mixer right so there's there's that piece of it he can stream whatever he wants he can do whatever he wants like it's like when it comes to financial stability but it's also Microsoft and he's got history with Halo. And I don't remember if I don't, I know stats started going down this path, but I don't know where you guys ended, but I would not be surprised that E3 he's on stage. They reveal the next Xbox and they have a Ninja version where it's like blue and yellow. His logos on the side of it. You can get a Ninja Xbox Scorpio, whatever the fuck it's called. Right? Like, so can, can I, I'm going to put some insight to yeah. just to jump in on that. Yeah, yeah. This is why that won't happen. And this is my inside knowledge, and hopefully no one will ever hear this podcast because this is illegal for me to say, but I don't give a shit. I work with Microsoft uh, with my company, and Microsoft is is the most, uh, like the departments of Microsoft are so isolated. They're actually in different buildings, and they are not allowed to talk to each other. So uh, the, a good example is we did this work, uh, display work for one, uh, one department, 
And that company, uh, that the, the head of that department liked what we did and recommended us to a different building, and he got fired. They what? are. It is the most toxic, competitive, don't talk to each other, isolated, pillar-developed company I've ever seen in my damn life. So what you're trying to say is you're combining Microsoft Gaming with Microsoft Mixer, and those are two different worlds. They're not, they don't even talk to each other. They're not even in the same building. So maybe well, there's something Well, they do talk to each other a little bit because Mixer's on the dashboard of Xbox. It's on the dashboard of Xbox. So what, it's an app. It's not like it's, it's not like it. So they, they have integrations, but they're not the same company. They're not like one big family. Like, hey, let's all, that's why Mixer's been struggling so much, in my opinion, because they don't know how to kind of form this kind of family to really integrate properly. Now, things could be a little different within gaming and Mixer. It might be some slightly changes. I just don't see that happening because then the Mixer people are a different company than the Microsoft people, the different people who are 343, by the way, which is also not necessarily Microsoft. It's a Microsoft-owned company. So it's it's kind of like a... My experience with Microsoft is that doesn't seem to sense. They're just not that savvy. Um, but it'd be cool if it happened. I, uh, I, I just think I, this is a Mixer thing. I, I get your point. I, I, I get your point. I... I wouldn't, like I said, I just wouldn't be surprised if we saw some other things outside of Mixer because, you know, he made a comment about going back to his roots and he came from Halo. So, like, new Halo's coming out next year, new Xbox is coming out next year. Like, there's, he's definitely going to play Halo. He's going to be part of Halo's launch. I mean, he's going to be part of that system, but I don't see it as like an integration to the game. And I also, uh, I really do think this whole entire, um, this whole ninja thing is, is a, Mixer scrambling because they can't get fine and like they don't know where they get their viewers. Sure. Like, I talk about this all the time. Like these platforms that keep popping up, they have great ideas, they have great integrations, they have great um, user interfaces, which you know blows away a lot of other things. But they they fundamentally don't know where to get the eyeballs. Like where do you get the eyeballs? They, Mixer's kind of been mildly successful because they've been tapping their Xboxes, but that's just a bunch of kids with their dashboards open getting a sandwich. Doesn't necessarily mean there's someone watching an actual thing happening. Um, but Twitch it could lead a, to them going to the Mixer site. It could lead to. So that is not a good business plan. Which you, a business plan has to have an ROI, a return on investment. How much money are you going to spend and how much are we going to get back? And that's where the Ninja purchase was. They probably said, okay, we're going to at least get a million new viewers to our platform, at least because of Twitch, because of his influence on Twitch. And that's all that was. It was a, it was a transaction with their brain. I think we think about this stuff as some sort of like long game plan they've thought it's in neurons stuff it's just about roi how much can we spend money to get this many viewers into our platform and that's what they did i think because they don't know where else they're going to get them and i fundamentally don't agree with that because poaching viewers is not a long-term goal because those viewers could eventually lose interest in ninja and then say screw mixer i'm gonna go back to twitch and find someone else to look at it's so then how did, how did two competing platforms grow organically how does um, like how does like mixer grow so if, assuming what you're saying is that when they you know bring someone over and they bring their you know the people that follow them with them how and that's not ideal in your mind how do you think that like it would be a good work? way for well, a mixer to you, grow i told you on our platform uh on our, on our podcast is that our own platform the difference like when you look at the the networks like what's the difference between hbo and netflix it's their original content that is unique and only to those particular places. Our fundamental issue with streaming is that the streamers on Mixer, the streamer on Twitch, the streamers on YouTube, on DLive are all basically exactly the same. There's very little variation in streamers. There's some some slight tweaks, there's some personalities a little different, but if you show a layman person, which is what we were talking about, someone who just doesn't know what's streaming, you showed them um, a Dr. Lupo stream, a uh, Tim the Tapman, a Ninja, 
and it's a shroud stream and you ask them which platform are they on, you're not going to fucking know. You're also not going to know what the difference is and which one's better. They're all going to look the same. They're playing the similar games. It's just similar across the board. Features are cool, but that's not a reason for you to go to a platform or to find it naturally growing. I think fundamentally, if a platform wants to be different right now, they need to reimagine what streaming is and create more of a branded stream, something unique about that stream or their streamers that makes that platform something that can be grown from the ground up as something unique and different. Because you know what? Twitch pioneered this shit. That's why they're so big. No one was a game streamer before Twitch existed, right? So they started this stuff. That's why they own the idea of streaming. Everyone in this industry, and I don't care who you are, will agree that if they want to work in streaming, they work with Twitch. That's why there's so much integration. I mean, fuck, every program from OBS to uh, Spotify, everyone has an integration to Twitch. They don't have integration with Mixer. They don't have integration with DLive, YouTube, uh, whatever, just other ones out there. Because Twitch is king, because Twitch is where people think are streaming. That's how you grow it. And unfortunately, all these platforms are so narrow-minded, they think all we got to do is copy Twitch, make a couple new features, and we'll get viewers. Well, that's stupid. People aren't going to just go over there because they have a slightly different feature set. They love Twitch because it works, and it's the where they think that it goes. Well, I think I think them bringing Ninja over, very similar to like PewDiePie going over to DLive, I think the idea is, is that those two specific individuals have a, have a young demographic, right? PewDiePie because of YouTube, uh, yeah. Ninja because of Fortnite. Now, yep. Fortnite or uh, Mixer is on every Xbox, right? And yep. I'm pretty sure it's on every Windows PC. If you like pull up the start menu, like, I think Mixer's somewhere mm, in there. Somewhere. Yeah, but again, kind of ambiguous and it's like yeah. YouTube gaming. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got you. Streaming. But my point is with this Xbox specifically is if Ninja, who is a now a brand and kids love it, I see, you know, I see tweets and, you know, Ninja will retweet yeah. them sometimes. Like, I went to Walmart and bought all the Ninja shit. Like, there's all this stuff. Like, if Ninja's now on Mixer and kids follow Ninja, they love Ninja for the brand, for his, for whatever they love about him, right? They yeah. go over to Mixer, Mixer's on their Xbox. Now I can watch Ninja on my Xbox. Yep. I, I think the idea, again, long term is for them to build that equity with that young demographic that already have Xbox, already love Ninja. Now I can yeah. watch and do all this on one thing. And they try, they're trying to re-inject uh, a young demographic on the Xboxes. And, I, and again, I, I, again, my opinion, I think Ninja is going to play a part in that somewhere. When Halo launches, like I said, whether he's on stage on E3, whatever it is, he's going to be that face of the new Xbox. He's going to be the, the face of Microsoft in the next couple of years. But like, see, that's a problem, right? So if you're, gonna, if you're betting on a, a horse that's already peaked, and it's like, it's like, it's like, I just an analogy with stat, it was like, it's like, it's like Minnesota uh, paying for Favre to play for two seasons in his end of his career. It was a cool PR stunt. Everyone loved watching him for he was there, but it wasn't gonna go anywhere. It wasn't like they were gonna have this long-term goal with Favre gonna be going to the Super Bowl every five years. It was like, a, it was a PR stunt to give, inject something into this, and it didn't work. Just kind of fizzled because you know it's easy has been at that point and i think that's the problem with ninja is that he has peaked quite a bit now he's talking wait, about the market. didn't Favre go to the super bowl though the vikings no no he didn't go to the super bowl you sure yeah he at the playoffs he uh, he missed he uh, intercepted the last play into the end zone uh, that okay. would have taken him to the super bowl okay. on his first season with them second season they got like four wins and then he retired <laughs> okay um, <laughs> So no, he did. But even then, it was, it was if even if he did it to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl, that's one year. Yeah, no, the I got you. Is, I got you. The the problem with this stuff is it's about longevity. I feel like, like a lot that's of, not a big deal. Well, no, it's it's not that it's not no, a big deal. It's just one Super Bowl. I'm talking about long term. No, no, I'm goals. with you. But I agree with you though, Dojo. I agree with you because I think again, in my opinion, this is exactly what that is. Ninja is he? Like I said, he may have peaked on Twitch, 
but as a brand, he is just blossoming. The bud of the rose, the ninja rose, has just blossomed with all the shit that he's doing. I'm being turned on. Is that, is that, is that normal? I feel yeah, like, yeah. Like the rosebud, okay. rosebud, rosebud. Mm, yeah, no, yeah, it, yeah, but yeah. like I think that he's a name now, and and so to move to Mixer while he's still a name, I think yeah. is huge, right? I was looking at an article, and I, I I lost the number, but it's something ridiculous. Like they like tripled the number of downloads of Mixer in a matter of a couple of days, right? Well, yeah, and but that's his following. No, no, no I know. They were number one on the app store. Well, yeah, right. so if, if he has 50 million followers, if 1 million suddenly follow, of course it's going to go, because sure, 1 sure, million sure. people are nowhere down. I mean, that's, that's a, a arbitrary stat. Uh, okay, but my, my again, my point is, these are people who never had the app, never yeah. were on Mixer, never had an account, that do yeah. now. And even right. if they only go there to check out Ninja, right, even if 1% of that million stick around, yeah, that's a hundred thousand that weren't there yesterday. And I agree. I mean, it's 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 an injection into the system. I just that's, don't that's know. That's ten percent or ten percent. Sorry, right. well, one percent, whatever. One percent would be one thousand. No, 000. no, no. Ten thousand is one. No, that's ten thousand. I was right. No, I, no, I said hundred. I said hundred. You're right. So we're both wrong. It's ten thousand. Ten thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Basically, but the thing is, I'll remember this. Yes. First of all, a million downloads is a lot, so it's not arbitrary, Dojo. Another it's thing is because it's not they're not downloading the app because they like Mixer they're downloading because they have to do it for but they're trying they it also, out. They also click subscribe if they want to support him. So they had to make an account, which means that they now have an account and they have their email address, which is worth money. Uh, and it is. And uh, on top of that, like they, they are building this thing. So I agree that like. Who knows if the return on investment is there? That's but my to point. Say that, like, so how much money do they spend for those emails? Like, if you, per email, it's got to be around the five dollar mark, right? Five, ten bucks. Mostly it's ten. But here's the thing, though. Okay, <laughs> it, the, these are kids who, real realistically, they watch Fortnite, right? So they went to yeah. Ninja to watch Fortnite. Ninja gets off, or Ninja's not on. These he kids, rates people too, by the way. He, he does. People that's that's what had just happened. I clicked on. I went to. I tried to type in mixer.com, and it went to mixer.com/ninja, and he's hosting somebody right now. <laughs> he's hosting somebody right now. Like I, I, you know, so so right now, all these kids that pull up his website or pull up the app and they go to Ninja because he's the only channel they're following, they're seeing this guy. And and what I was going to say is, is that they pull up Mixer. Just, I wonder if Ninja is on, right? Because they're, they don't have notifications turned on or they're not savvy enough to realize that he only streams certain hours of the day. They just pull the app up now and go, I wonder if Ninja's on. Nope, Ninja's not on. Who else is playing Fortnite? There's a guy right now on the Mixer homepage, number one streamer with 4,700 viewers playing Fortnite. And that's the is guy that's in English. Ninja All is, right, but you know what? Ninja's here's hosting the thing. him. Here's the thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one who thinks this way, but... I, I will always just focus on how I operate. If the people I'm sub to on Twitch are not streaming, I'll suddenly randomly start looking for streamers. I just I close the app. I, I don't know how much that works. I just don't see that as a real thing. The uh, the reason why, you know, so far we have a litmus test of, of what DLive, you know, PewDiePie with his 100 million subscribers streaming on DLive, he streams at like 30,000 people on that platform. And the next biggest stream was like 300 people. And it was like a rerun of a TV show. It's like, I don't, I don't see the trickle down effect as much as people want to pretend is there. No. I think it's a great dream. No, but I don't see the trickle. Yeah. There's not, there is about, I don't know if DLive is a good example. I know, no, it's, not, well, it's the only thing we have. And it's still but, the only little, you guys have no evidence. You guys honest, are just do, you're doing pipe dreams. I have a little bit of evidence. So I've got, I'm still winning the argument when you come to actual how? debate. <laughs> Because, How are you winning? You guys have no, uh, I have data. It may not be the best what data. Data, what data. The fact that 
he's been doing this for like four months on DLive and it's had absolutely no effect he on the platform. He like randomly. He it has no matter, schedule. Stat, stat. Wait, well, let me finish. I let you okay. talk. No, Go, you didn't. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. He streams Fight. randomly. Okay. Okay. He has no schedule. He is not okay. a streamer. Okay. Okay. DLive, I don't even know if they have a rating feature or any kind of hosting feature. We okay. don't know like what else they're doing behind the scenes. Microsoft is like, you can't compare the two. Hold, I don't think it's fair to compare the two. Because it's, still, it's because it's something that's actually happening versus you have, you guys is like, just you're, you're hoping things happen. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, 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 you're saying that the 4,700 people that are watching this dude are not because of, of Ninja. If there was a rating or hosting feature on DLive, maybe if PewDiePie was doing that every day, streaming every day, there would be an effect. But he streams like once, so not even I mean, once a week. Is it might it might have more effect, but I don't see it affecting it enough to challenge Twitch. To Who challenge said anything about challenging Twitch? Because you have to in order to make a longevity. The thing about Mixer is that they're pumping cash into the system to make it work. They're not. It's not self sustaining yet. There's no way. Well, there's yeah, they no don't way. have they don't have ad revenue. They yeah yeah. There's no way. So they're pumping the money. Thing. If I was a, if I was an upper CEO of of the mixer and uh, mixer corp uh, corp area, and I was watching that hemorrhaging of cash every day, I would start freaking out a little bit because my job's in line. And they they did already did a restructuring. Remember the whole fucking spark thing that became a disaster. They've restructured the entire system. They fired like half their stuff, and they've they've done everything different. Cut it off, change it because now they changed direction. Now they're going to pay. What for do you mean they come. fired half their stuff? Well, they, apparently a lot of people lost their jobs at mixer recently, and um, the uh, my guess is what they did is they, that was a failed attempt. What's we're going to do? Okay, the only platform that's kind of doing well that isn't Twitch is is Facebook. Well, how they do their shit? Oh, they just dump money in, in the streamers to come over there and stream there. Let's do that. And so I think they just simply copied Facebook in a desperation and started doing I think we think that these people are doing this stuff in some savvy mindset. I don't think they are. I think they're just they're, they're they're scrambling to find a solution, and that's what they're doing. They're buying people to bring over viewership, and it might work a little bit, but I I fundamentally don't agree that it's it's a longevity scenario. Well, so so with that being said, YouTube has been have they ever made a profit? Has they um, ever the so the argument is that they, no, YouTube has never made a profit. They've always because they've always reinvested more money than they make from it, and they've just been the backbone of Google. Um, but that's that's hard because. YouTube is a very strange company. Sure. You know, but my really point is though, of... is Facebook is a very large company and Facebook has a shit ton of money. Microsoft has a shit ton of money. These might just be like side, like investment long-term. These are marathons, right? Yeah. They, they yeah, stake yeah. a claim. They stake a claim in here and their goal is to grow this like, you know, not tomorrow, but like five years from now, 10 years from now. Right. Well, that well, that's my argument is why if this is a long term goal, then these are not the right options. These, the, we, me and Stad used to have conversations with YouTube. The, the way they should have done things is to focus on community, focus on something to do with how are people interacting as human beings within these platforms, and fostering that as the long term goal instead of just buying a bunch of people to come look at your 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 platform because it's very shallow. It's not. It's there's no real community there. I even argued on our podcast that a, a good if you're gonna buy streamers. Don't buy one. You buy fifteen that are all. Friends. That was that's been the unanimous like I think decision about this uh, this trade with Ninja is they should have had five to ten more streamers. And I think it's still going to happen. I, I, of course, they can't afford it, but but it, that's how you I do. It. I don't think at the same time would have been good. I think he would have overshadowed all of them. Well, Who? yeah, but 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 okay. Oh. So there's there's two different conversations here. One is they needed to five more. Right. And it needed to be who he played with. 
right? Because because yeah. him him moving out of the Fortnite directory and Twitch did jack shit. All those viewers and all those prime subs just moved to different viewers. They went to they went to his buddies. They went to Tim. They went to Dan. They, uh, yep. uh, uh, Dojo. Uh, Dojo. Fuck. Dojo. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this. You know Let's what I'm saying? Do this. Like prime subs don't Hold go to, don't work on Mixer, right? So yeah. they, those prime subs went somewhere else. And um, but on the flip side, the exact opposite of that argument, it's actually better that those guys didn't move because guess what? They're still playing with Ninja. And when they talk about Ninja, they have to say, oh, yeah, he's over on Mixer. If you want to watch Ninja, you have to go to Mixer.com slash Ninja. But they're still playing mm-hmm. with him. And, they're st- and he's st- still hear Ninja's voice. And they're like, where's Ninja at? Oh, he's over on Mixer. What the fuck? Like, so they're literally advertising. They're promoting him. They're promoting him because they still play with him on Twitch. And people are asking about Once him. Once again, but my, my thing is I don't think streaming is about an individual. I just don't. I think it's about the group. Like I have a group of Twitch viewers at this point. I'm starting to grow now. Streamers actually do enjoy. And I love how Twitch where you can just kind of go eat, you know, bounce around really quick. Unlike YouTube is a nightmare, right? Sure. And Mixer's pretty bad too. Twitch is amazing. You just click on these viewers. You can just kind of flop around them as you go. That's what streaming is. It's finding the streamer that's having the fun at that moment. Not just this one streamer. No one has just one streamer they watch. I don't think there's anyone like that except for kids. Well, Which so don't let, me ask, let me ask you this though, because because I I, I I watch a couple people on Mixer, but only a couple, and I, and it's my friends that moved over there, and and you know I subscribe to a couple of them, but I I don't frequent Mixer for for the same reasons we talked about, where it's like one person doesn't necessarily make me move platforms, right? It would have no. to be ten of them, and that was kind of the point of the conversation. But move like you game. guys, you guys used to stream on Mixer. You guys were partners over there. You stream there pretty frequently. Um, yeah. and, and you just made a comment, Dojo, about how it's hard to bounce around from streams. I look at the browse page, like right now I'm looking at Apex Legends, and it looks identical to Twitch. So I didn't, I didn't ever have a problem bouncing around on there. I thought navigation on Mixer was actually pretty no, good. No, 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 hold on, you missed my point. When you're watching a stream on Mixer, you don't see anybody else on that page. Twitch in their left bar is always available at any given moment. That's what I'm pointing out. Okay, so you're talking about you're talking about the the that, that you're talking about on, on desktop. You're talking about I'm desktop. telling you, yeah, I'm, 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 I don't do I don't do mobile. I don't, why, you guys have weird. Why, 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 do, why do people look at mobile the tiny screens? What's wrong with you? I don't know. Do you bring your PC to bed with you? <sighs> do I don't? Oh my god, I don't watch stuff in bed. No, that's a good point. It's I, a good I point. Sleep in bed. There's no. You're right. There's no sidebar <laughs> at all. You're right. And yeah. I honestly, I think that's my one of my favorite features features of Twitch is that sidebar because in the morning, I you know Chris's play. Chris plays uh, stat. Um, and uh, who is a third person I watch, and I'll just bounce between them. I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll just switch between them depending on what's going on. How dare you? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I take off. Yeah, I'm wow. sorry, Stan. Yeah. Hey, wow. d- hey. I just hey. want to say something that's sort of, uh, it, it's back to the ninja thing. Yeah. And Mixer, like, and, and also touching on DLive, like, Mixer has built in integrations to buy stuff. It has built in, it's like a fully fledged, fully, it has almost everything that Twitch has. And, so like when Master Chief Collection comes out, whenever it's coming out this year, it should be coming out this year on PC. Mm-hmm. Ninja's for sure going to be a huge part of that. And I think that that's going to drive sales. That's like, so it's not necessarily just about the money that they spend and, and making Mixer, you know, like have more viewers. Also, like it goes into the, the ecosystem of Xbox and, and the games and, and, and more than just what, uh, if we're just looking at numbers. So I think that's important to pay attention to. And True. I think what I would, I would mentioned that- about uh, integrations, like I, I see this. I agree with Clintus. I think that Ninja is going to be a huge part of it, um, and and he'll be there. You know, he may even have his own Xbox. You know, he'll definitely have a skin in the game. Like these are things that are definitely going to happen. At least, like I, I would hope 
you know, and I, I look forward to that because I think it would be cool. Like I, I like seeing those things. And you know, that to me is, is an exciting path forward look, for content creators and for um, like people that are doing what we do. I see it as there's a difference between business moves that just simply are, are good for money and business moves that can change the paradigm of your platform. And everyone is really kind of losing their shit that this is going to change the game. And I disagree fundamentally. Yes, he will increase Halo sales. Yes, he may have some skins. Yes, he will have viewers to go to the mixer. But it's going to be a blip on the radar considering how much of a giant Twitch is and how dominant they are for reasons that most people are not realizing. That's all. Okay, and, and I, I agree with you. But I also think that when the next quarterly, and maybe not the next one, maybe the next two, uh, yeah. like Streamlabs reports come out. Yep. If mm -hmm. Mixer can gain five to ten percent market share, it's a win. Yes. Yes. And so I, I, it's funny you said that. It's exactly what I told Stat. I said I want to do a hundred dollar bet, hundred bucks, or maybe it's a thousand. If if Mixer increases a ten percent market share after this, I'll give him like a hundred. I don't remember. I think it was hundred bucks. It needs more realistic. And, and so the, to your point, I don't remember having this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> to, your, percent. to your yeah, point, 10%, though. Yeah. To your point, though, like 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 that's nothing compared to like the grand scheme of things, right? Like Twitch will still have 80 to 90% of the, the, the vast, the, you know, majority well, they, of it. I think it's 60. I think they're at 60 or 70 because remember it's YouTube, DLive and Mixer. So I Mixer's at 2%. YouTube is at, YouTube is not there. YouTube's at 17, 18, like almost 20% now. Um, and DLive is nothing. Right? Not like, DLive, it's Facebook. Sorry, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook is almost 10%. I think Facebook's 10. Yeah, Mixer's at 2 to 3. Uh, YouTube's at 17 to 20. And then uh, Twitch is 60 to 70. This article, this article that just like was written a couple of days ago says Mixer's viewership is 21 times smaller than Twitch's. And I don't know what that means. It's hard. It's hard. I like percentage yeah, yeah. of market share. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying. And so like it's vastly <laughs> smaller. But if he you bring... 20, 21 times the guy plays blackjack. Like what is a... Why, why is that the one? Why? <laughs> right. So it's interesting about the Streamlabs reports. The one metric that actually fascinated me when I was reading those things was not necessarily like the market share, but it was streamer to viewership ratio. Oh, and, yeah. and, it, and Mixer is by far the most watered down. of. I thought it was Twitch, but it's not. For every one viewer, there's like 5,000 streamers on Mixer versus Twitch is like 250. It's weird. It's like a, that's the number it makes. It's like everyone's just jumped because Mixer, does, like Stat said, has the has the features of Twitch. So it looks like a Twitch competitor, yep. but there's no viewers there. It's just they're just not. They don't exist. If they do, they're all Xbox players who are pretty much non-existent. They don't chat. They don't donate. They don't exist. They're just they're, just, they're like they're viewers. Dead eyes. I call them dead eyes. Honestly, yeah. like like they're just there, but there's like what what benefit are you getting from it's like them? the PlayStation? I, I think that there are viewers there. Don't you? I think that you're. The way you say it makes it sound like it's a dystopian place, um, <laughs> and and it does have a lot of viewers. It does have people that are succeeding right. there. there is, it is doing well. And also, I want to point out that I think that Microsoft is playing a long game. I think that Mixer is going to be fully integrated into the new Xbox in ways that they couldn't integrate it into this Xbox, so that it will be a huge part of the Microsoft experience on Xbox. I really feel like the way that we want, you're talking about changing the way streams are. I think that Mixer was trying to do that with the, you know, interactivity thing they had where you can mess with people in game, but they were stuck only being able to do that on PC games. But I really think they're going to build it into Xbox, next Xbox, so that Mixer, people watching who are people playing on Xbox and they can fuck with you or they can be a part of the experience together 
and maybe do something that would blow our minds that we don't even know about yet. That if some they of these... do that, then then we can talk then about things well, changing. But but right now, I don't see any of that happening, so I don't really I can't comment on it. You no, know? no, that's that's that's. Well, if, if you saw the future like me, then <laughs> I'm so <laughs> glad you said that though, because that's basically what has been hinted at with Stadia, with Google Stadia. No, don't start with that shit. No, but I'm okay, not. I'm just I'm just. <laughs> I'm just saying they, they, they commented about how Stadia will be be integrated with YouTube and you'll you'll be able to you know you're watching your favorite streamer and from your game jump into the same game as your streamer. They talked about that. So, so imagine you're that the, oh it's you're saying the platform that can't get notifications to work is gonna get this oh my god integration. Well that's Google. It's Google effort. Stadia. Like come on, it's like not YouTube I, I, Stadia. Unfortunately, the, 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 there's been so many failures on on just the most fundamental levels that I just have no hope. You know, I just don't. I, I, I it's like a pipe dream. Like if it worked exactly how they hope, you better believe it, game changer. Yeah, but, no, no, I, mean, I got you. But it's just funny that Stat makes that comment. I'm like, oh, that's a great point. Like imagine watching Ninja play Halo, and then he's like, all right, guys, I'm going into multiplayer. If you guys want to join me, and from your Mixer view, like you're watching Mixer on Xbox, you can like grab your controller and go click, click, and join his game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, first five that joins. But my point is... <laughs> first five about a million. <laughs> yeah. But imagine, right? Oh, that's, that's cool. That's or you can have some cool. sort of a system, right? Like, to, like, have them in order based on, you know... Well, so maybe... here's the thing. Here's the thing. Twitch uh, Twitch has been really heavy on extensions, right? I know you... you uh, we were just talking about the the sound where you can... You sound bits. alerts. Yeah. Amazing yeah. thing. So, um, I don't know if you guys uh, played, played any... Board, well, I guess you guys would... I don't know. If you, you played Borderlands 3. They have an extension <laughs> where... Um, you when i'm playing borderlands 3 and you're watching my stream on twitch i find a red chest in the game and i'm like yo guys we got a red chest everybody get ready you can click on the extension you have to click it you can't just be like afk watching you have to click on the extension and you can have a chance of winning one of the pieces of loot that i open up so i open the chest let's say i get three guns out of it you have a chance of winning one of those guns on your borderlands account by watching my stream that's so a big deal. Imagine that very cool. on Halo, right? You're watching you're watching Ninja play Halo, and I don't know, there's a skin or there's a weapon. I, I don't know how Halo is. Well, they have they probably have something like that in but the Halo. Ima- yeah, like imagine that, stuff. right? Like that's huge. That's huge. So yeah, I, th- I just think man. the ramifications that it's Microsoft's mixer. But and- why does it have to be but like hold on? Our conversation here is about ninja being bought. Who cares about Ninja? If that's if that feature happens, there's no fucking matter if Ninja's there or not. It'll just make it, the platform more interesting across true, the board. True, like true, true. Why does Ninja matter? Just because you brought some people from Twitch doesn't change the platform, in my opinion. No, it's, but it, the, that's to, to your point, though. You were asking where the viewers coming from. Ninja brought viewers over. Ninja, um, Ninja brought a lot temporary. of viewers I, over. I would argue that it's temporary. I think it's going to be te- it's going to dwindle over the next five, four to five months until a year. Uh, they're not going to necessarily stay on Twitch and Mixer unless they can find their community over there. I think it's going to eventually, because or their kids will just watch. You know. So I was actually reading something today, and to what Dojo's Dojo's wow, and and to to what Dojo's saying, uh, I kind of it it reminds me what he said. Basically, this guy was saying that there's no meme type stuff. There's no culture like the Kappa and all that other stuff. That's on Twitch doesn't exist on Mixer yet, so they have to build up that kind of culture because that is a huge part of what Twitch culture was. Was like this whole the whole meme behind the emotes that people like, you know, mm-hmm. and that isn't there yet on Mixer. So that's something that is important to build that culture 
to build that um, process about what is that you know what is the memes on on Mixer. I right. see that mixer. I see mixer YouTube and 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 Facebook's fundamental flaw is that they're corporations that think like corporations. They think about money. They think about how do we move stuff. How do we make the and and cultural things are not money driven. They're 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 ground up human interactions. Like no one seems to be very uh, humanistic about about making making a, a platform. They'll love saying the word community because it sounds good, but no one is actually doing anything for community. There's nothing fundamentally about that. And it's it's kind of heartbreaking because that's what this stuff is. It's about interacting with your friends online and creating like inside jokes and and knowing how you can spread that to other channels and kind of have fun with that. No one ever talks about that stuff. It's all about buy the big streamer, bring the viewers. No, now well, they're there. Okay, now we're gonna do good with. I, I think that I, w- I would I would agree that I think YouTube and Facebook are struggling with that. Um, I know there's a core group of Facebook streamers that are really tight and they play with each other and um, there's like a whole, you know, bleed blue kind of thing over there. Uh, you, <laughs> YouTube is YouTube is kind of like, right? Most people have moved on to other platforms. Um, you know, there's a few people that still stream over there, but I would argue, and I've always said this, like if you're a YouTuber, it makes sense to stream on YouTube. It's true on that, on that, because you play that game and all that sort of thing. But Mixer, I feel like is the one true, as of right now, as of today, Mixer yeah. is the one true competitor for Twitch. They just need more time. Twitch has eight years plus on them. And I think that with someone like um, Ninja moving over there, I guarantee you Ninja's now got a seat at some round table where he's like, you need to do this, this, and this. And again, for him to move over there, for him to well, leave... Why would, he, his... why would he know him any better? I mean... But it'd be the same thing if you went over there, Dojo. I mean, you've got experience, you've got... Uh, ideas i mean but keep in mind fundamentally the reason why ninja got big wasn't anything wasn't anything specific about his knowledge he was good at a game that got huge sure 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 i mean that that's fundamentally all that was it wasn't something special about his necessary like his knowledge of his stream where he did something with marketing he just was the best fortnite player in a time when fortnite got fucking huge so his knowledge of streaming his knowledge of a platform seems almost obscurely unimportant like it doesn't it's like anything he says has no variance on anything because it's he's using his information now he would like I would argue like Shroud is a better choice he's been huge on multiple games his idea of what a streaming platform should do would be a much better option because he's able to find a reason for being good at multiple pla- I mean I need to see Ninja be huge on a different game before I can say his ideas are any importance that's all like right now I think it's just a bunch of kids who think he's amazing and think he's god at a game that's huge in their high schools. You know, well, and, and that, that is true because again, we, we 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 talked about this I think before the podcast started where it's like I grew my audience on a kid on kids, right? And kids are very fickle yeah. and kids aren't loyal. And it's true. He when Ninja would move to like Final Fantasy or something, like his numbers would tank, right? It happens with uh, with like Doctor Lupo, like uh, like I love Ben and and he does do very fun, do, does do very well, but he'll play Fortnite to twenty thousand viewers. He'll play Destiny with three thousand viewers. Right, like that's a huge dissonance between the two numbers, but three thousand viewers is still fucking awesome, right? That's still like top tier for that directory. But when you compare the two and you like put side by mm-hmm. side, Ninja's the same way, like you said, right? Like he'll play Fortnite fifty thousand viewers, then he'll play something else, and he's got nothing. And even when he moves to Mixer, and that's all, of course, all the articles are already talking about. Like Ninja's been on uh, Mixer for ten days, and his viewership's already like you know a fraction of what it was on Twitch. And like they're missing the big picture, they're missing that. Well, yeah, yeah, that's silly. And to talk yeah. about that is not me because I don't. He could have the third. It, that, that's not the variant. Yeah, that obviously have less viewers. It's kind of like anyone who switches platforms. That's an immaterial in the overall grand scheme of things. I, I don't. Know. 
Mm. Yeah, I, 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 like I said, I, I think at the end of the day, I think it's a, it's a big deal for both parties. I think Ninja wins because he's kind of secured the bag where he doesn't have to worry about his, his numbers. Um, he can play what he wants when Halo comes out. Well, definitely, no, this is a win for Ninja, hundred percent. There's absolutely nothing about this that is not a win for him. From money to publicity to his future, he's good. I just think it's a failed attempt at Microsoft to boost a platform that probably could have been a much more lucrative. Uh, I say a more ROI return on investments if they did a different like take a tier five downs below them and take get 20 streamers that all work together and create a, a team a mixture well, team so I guess it goes there's two different ways of looking at it though you go that route and like you said you're pulling you're pulling all those different communities and all those different viewers to the platform yeah. you're going to organically inject like you said a ton of a viewership a loyal group absolutely. loyal absolutely and that's the difference however loyal. Someone like it'll be Ninja, a lot less people though. It'll be a lot less. Well, it'll be a lot less people, but the Ninja name and the Ninja brand has far more, in my opinion, more, far more reach than his viewership because he's, he has gone beyond Twitch. He is Red Bull. He made the cover of ESPN magazine. He's been on all the talk shows. And now with, then, the, with the, with the recent thing that happened just this weekend with his channel, right? Like, yeah. Even more news, even more publicity. And I guarantee you in the next month, he will be back on all those talk shows. He will be back on, which means he's talking about it. And now he's no longer a Twitch streamer. He is a mixer streamer. Are you going to guarantee, huh? You want to put some money on that? I guarantee he's not going to be on any talk shows. He's not as big as he was. He's not, he's not in the zeitgeist of, the, of, of modern culture. Because uh, Fortnite is big, but not as big as it was. And he's not the biggest guy in Fortnite anymore. So I'm not, I don't see him on talk shows just because he switched to Mixer. This is, that's, that's where we're too close to this stuff. You know, we're, mm. we're so invested in streaming that we see this as a big deal. But if you talk to anyone on the street, hey, you know Ninja went to Mixer? What the fuck's Mixer? They don't, they don't right, care. Right, right, I mean, but they, that's a good point. That's a great point. What's Mixer? And now the no, conversation no, just, starts. And the conversation no, starts. No, you're going to tell them, and they're going to roll it out, whatever, and they're going to walk away. They don't care. The Mixer, <laughs> like, Everyone is on no Twitch job. means, him, no, seriously, Ninja on Twitch means nothing to anybody. Even the people like Ellen, like, they were talking about Twitch. They were talking about Fortnite and what he was no, doing. No, no, but I, but I agree. I agree. But my point, though, is, is that somebody who has never heard of mixer now has heard of mixer just like a year ago people had never heard of twitch now know what twitch is and the million I, people that yes. downloaded the app that installed it created an account to sub All to right. him here's a question does anyone know the uh, uh twitch's market share increase after ninja got big like his his ellen shows for instance does anyone know what twitch got out of that because that would be what you'd have to, as a as a as a factual data mm, point, yeah. to apply to what you think is going to happen to Mixer. Well, that goes back to the uh, the Streamlabs reports, right? If you go back to the quarters and you try to line yeah. up the dates, you can see the market share. Because this is the first time, like last quarter was the first time Twitch's numbers declined, and everyone's like, "Holy fucking shit!" It's like, no, that makes sense. People, in, in, the the ninja things, the, all the things we just talked about, injected all these viewers and all these yeah. uh, these uh, users, and then they fell well, off. I wouldn't say it's a ninja thing. I would say it's the Fortnite thing. For, yeah, Fortnite, yeah, Fortnite or Ninja, whichever, whichever. No, no, it's definitely the Fortnite thing. Okay. Like Ninja, don't get me wrong. Like Ninja is a huge name, but without Fortnite, he wouldn't be there. Fortnite yeah. is the big thing. Like he was just the number one guy in true, Fortnite. True. But there are so many channels that blew up off Fortnite that are hitting ridiculous concurrence. Yeah. Even though, even when he was there, so I, I, I think that it's Fortnite is is slowing down. If anything, it's not like it's destabilizing. That's the way I'd put it. Yes, it's slowing down, but stabilizing. It's not, it's not, it's not as crazy as it's to be. It's not I, growing. Look, yeah. Look, if as I said, if Mixer comes out 
for the next report and it's a 10 percent market share increase i will publicly apologize and say this was the best move they could have possibly done <laughs> i just don't think i think it's gonna be a two percent i actually hope it happens now i actually i'm excited i know because you want to see pain from dojo it's fine it's <laughs> no, okay i i accept when i'm wrong i like mixer and i think that it's a good thing for uh you know streamers in general that they can be talked to and 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 you know have that type of opportunity i think it's great that um there's their potential Fine. competitors i think well, it's a good thing and i also like the idea good, of integration in the xbox if that happens Mm. I, and I, I hope I, they they listen and and, uh, and do that. <laughs> I just I just don't like viewership from consoles. It's just it's pointless. It doesn't do anything for anybody. It's just well, too difficult. It, like remember the, remember the PS4 boost stat where you go yeah. to people who yeah. couldn't interact with you or donate or or become part of your community. It was a like huge numbers with like five people talking in chat. I was like this is awkward. People think you're botting and stuff. It's it's, it's just a it's not the it's not what streaming is in my opinion. I think especially since I've been on Twitch. Like Twitch, it's like. Uh, it's a cultural phenomenon in itself that that no one seems to talk about. Everyone looks at concurrence. Everyone looks at numbers, and they just don't realize what's really going on on the on the ground roots concept of it all. It's just too it's too uh, it's too thirty thousand feet in the air looking at this stuff, especially from a corporate side. That could be wrong. <laughs> the good news is that I, honestly, I, I've I've tried proving this multiple times. I have very very strong opinions. But if I'm proven wrong, I will apologize. <laughs> I will apologize and I'll say that I'm wrong because I know if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm not going to just like dig my head in right. the sands. But, but if, if, if Mixer has an increase of 10% or so, dude, I'll be like, what wow, if it's 5%? Impressive. I mean, I'm guessing two to three. That's my guess because it's just sheer numbers of a million people coming to the platform is going to boost that. They only have so many people already. But waiting. other people are moving too. I've seen other people moving over. Oh yeah, my God. It's, people viewing. Well, I mean, it's, it's like it. yeah, they're true, true. But, but that's still that's moving. Still I mean, moving. Why yeah. does the word bandwagon even matter? Uh, because uh, again, um, if you don't have a huge following that's loyal, they'll be like, okay, it's cool you're over there, but I, I could see someone better on the platform I enjoy more. Because we, Stat, we've talked about this, where people are very, very loyal to the platform they're watching. They are. They really are. Like the platform most Yeah, it's hard to get more. people to swap. So yeah, that's it's props are, to him for bringing, getting a million downloads. So, no, no, come on. Yeah. He's got 1.6 okay, so, million followers. At the so he has 15, 15 million followers on Twitch, and he only got a million to go over to. That's like only. It's like no, it's like having one hundred fifty thousand subs on YouTube that are all loyal, and only getting like five to ten thousand to come over your new platform. Does that sound just as good? It doesn't sound that good. No one even say anything. If you got from one hundred fifty thousand to ten thousand, it's just the word million makes people think it's a bigger deal. Proportionally wise, it's not that remarkable. It's it's a, you know it's it's better than nothing, um, but it's not like something to totally change the game. If he had fifteen million people move over, dude, I'd I'd be like, dude, this is crazy. This is amazing. But you know, was it one? It's like what? Uh, what is that percentage wise? Like five percent, four percent, percent. Is it ten percent? Ten percent of fifteen million. One point five. Yeah. One point five million. One point five million. So it's about eight eight percent then. Yeah. So that's what? that's an okay number, but it's not. It's not incredible. One of fifteen million. He's at 1.6. He's at 1.6 right oh, now. Oh, he's okay. It's 10%. I'm sorry. He is yeah. 10%. I thought it was one. But yeah, no, but, but you're, you're good. You're right. You, you do make a good point. Like he didn't move all 15 million over, but that goes back to your other point of like, well, the 15 million that he had or 14 million that he had were already on Twitch. They just followed mm -hmm. him because he was the biggest channel. He was the biggest Fortnite streamer. He was the notoriety, right? Like I follow mm -hmm. 200 channels, but like half of those guys don't even stream anymore, right? Like I still follow them. So the one time they do stream, it's like, oh, but that number, my that number is on that channel, even though, yeah. you know, so it's, yeah, I get, I get your point. And I'm really excited to see what happens in the next 90 days. I really am. I'm, I'm waiting to hear like once the dust settles from this, the, the last couple of weeks, 
what's next? What happens next? What's the next big thing? Because I feel like this is just the beginning. I really do think there's more to this story. There's more things that are going to happen. Um, there better be, but that way there better be. Well, yeah, this is all they had. It's the only trick they have. It's a pretty weak trick, in my opinion. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not important enough to 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 warrant as much hype as we're giving it. I don't think so, personally. Well, I think it also has a lot to do with because he's the first big name to switch, right? Like uh, he's the number one, yeah, guy on the platform. That's like oh the my number. God. Oh, Doji, don't like that word. <laughs> I hate number that word. One. Number one, it's so ambiguous. You number, number one, number one, ninja number one. <laughs> well, you know what, guys, we'll have to we'll have to have back on in ninety days. And we can read 90 days is we, a very specific number <laughs> in three months because we can, we can rehash this conversation and be like, this is what happened in the last 90 days with Ninja's story on Mixer. And either, yeah. and either uh, Dojo apologizes or Stead apologizes. Which one are you guys going to have? Which, 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 put your bets in I now. Let's go to bed. I didn't make any promises. <laughs> no, you don't. I know because you, you don't have any convictions with the actual opinions. You just, well, uh, no, you I just can't. I can't. And weak. And I, I'm the one with the actual strong it's opinions. Bottle of scotch. It's a bottle oh, of scotch oh, in the line. Strong, Scott, strong opinion. A bottle of McAllen, if there's te- that's it. A bottle of McAllen, if there's a ten percent increase, ten percent is ridiculous. No, no, oh, I was saying. Ridiculous. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I was saying a a ten percent market share. So whatever it's yeah, currently at, well, whatever it's yeah. currently at. So if it's at two percent, well, like then two point eight percent. Okay, it goes so seven percent. So if it goes to ten, he's saying. If yeah. it goes to no, ten, no, goes oh, to ten. Not? Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, what I, that's what I originally said. That's what I originally said. It, it can't it, quadruple its its value, and you're gonna be like, "That's not enough for this bottle of scotch." Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just, I just like it's for the investment they're putting in the. I mean, dude, 10, 15, 20 million they're probably putting this guy. That's a lot of money to put on something for like a three percent increase in a market share. It's yeah. Well, that's like uh, I said. That's why I think it's. But beyond were they gonna get mixer. it without it? I think it's beyond mixer. So we'll see. Anyways, we'll see in we'll see in uh, ninety days. <laughs> <laughs> real, real quick, real quick. Where, uh, where, where can people find you guys if they want to, if they want to watch your shenanigans? Uh, Pornhub.com slash Game Dojo. <laughs> oh my! I really I'm, hope that's not on. a link. I'm going there right now. Hold on. <laughs> oh, oh God! <laughs> Whoa! Dojo's got an elephant trunk. Woo! <laughs> the... Twelve inches. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Oh, so you can God. find me at twitch.tv slash 5TAT, and I stream oh, there at 9 a.m. Pacific uh, during the week. And I'm uh, twitch.tv slash Game Dojo. Game Dojo. Thanks think, for having us, bro. Dude, yeah, this is so fun. much fun. Okay, so yeah. this, this is officially the longest episode, and Uh-oh. I don't want it to end, but I know it needs to because it's getting late of for you guys. <laughs> okay, late. I don't have to. I won't go to bed for another four hours, but good, good, good try. Uh, well, I'm trying to trying to be courteous. Trying to be courteous. <laughs> he's a nice guy, Dojo. I'm to oh be... shit! I forget this. He's a nice person. All right, sounds uh, good. Thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. As always, uh, you can subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, Eleven different platforms. You can find this podcast. Just do a search for Riffing with Clintus. It's free. Uh, you, I guarantee you have a, you have a you have a podcast app on your phone right now. Don't even know it. It's there. Just do a search. Hit subscribe. It's free. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye bye. Yo, what up, podcast? It's Clintus. Uh, I just want to do a quick shout out to all my social and where you can find my content. You may only know me for one thing or the other, but I want to throw it all on the table for you so you know where to find it. Uh, YouTube.com slash Clintus is my main YouTube account and what I'm most known for. I've been vlogging for over 13 years. Uh, YouTube.com slash Clintus Games is my gaming channel and where I do my gaming uh, VOD content. 
twitch.tv slash Clintus is where my live streaming content goes. I only stream on Twitch. So if you want to catch me live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, I do gaming content as well as IRL streams with a backpack that I can walk around and do some cool stuff with. Uh, Twitter.com slash Clintus is my main social platform. It's what I'm, uh, I read the most, what I respond to the most. So if you're looking for updates on the vlog, on the streams, on the podcast, uh, you can you can read those. Uh, even if you don't have a Twitter account, you can go to twitter.com slash Clintus and read the tweets. Uh, Instagram.com slash Clintus. Facebook.com slash Clintus TV. I've been uploading the vlogs to Facebook, so you can actually watch them right there and leave comments since YouTube has them disabled. Uh, and of course, this podcast is located uh, at anchor.fm slash Clintus. Uh, you can leave a voice message right there on the app or on the website and be part of the podcast and be part of the show. Uh, of course, you can subscribe for free anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple, iTunes, Android, Google, Spotify, that sort of thing. Uh, we have merch. If you go to, over to clintusmerch.com, you can check out our merch. We have some new stuff coming this summer, so stay tuned for that. Uh, and last but not least, I have a website. A lot of people don't know. I actually have a website that's in the development being worked on, and uh, it's going to be kind of the, the central hub, the one-stop shop for everything. Uh, and that is clint.us, C-L-I-N-T dot U-S, Clintus. Um, really easy to remember. Uh, you head on over there, you can uh, read up my history, uh, any updates, uh, our sponsors and partners and that sort of thing. So uh, thanks so much for listening and I will see you guys on the internet. Thank you.